Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, a senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. Shall we pray? All right, Jesus, I thank You that You are here right now. And Holy Spirit, we just say, have Your way, Lord. We thank You that You love everyone here. You know everyone here. You know what our life is like. Lord, You know what our week has been. And so, Lord, we just surrender right now to You, God. And we just pray, Lord, that You will have Your way in and through us tonight. Lord, I just pray tonight as I speak, Lord, anything just from me, let it just drop to the ground. But Lord, I just pray that Your Holy Spirit will speak through me, God. And Lord, that You will just pierce hearts and that You'll inspire, encourage people in Your Word tonight. And everyone who doesn't yet know You, Lord, we pray tonight that they'll not just get a glimpse of You and not just get a glimpse of Your love, but God, that they will run towards Your love, Lord, and just be so caught up in who You truly are that they won't be able to resist You tonight. So Lord, we love You so much. We thank You that You love us. And we thank You that You're here right now. We thank You for the privilege to be here with you tonight in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen, Amen. Amen. Hey, can we give this awesome team a really big hand as they go? Unreal. You can take your seats. Now, this weekend is our Connect launch weekend. And so I thought it would be great to share on the topic, Better Together. And so we're going to start by reading some Scriptures, Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 to 12. Let's have a look. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labour. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. And a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And then let's jump into 1 Corinthians 12 verse 18. It says, But in fact, God has placed the parts uh, in the body, every one of them, just as He wanted them to be. God has placed us here, just as He wants us. And then Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And I love these scriptures. They give a really good understanding and, and um, they, they really teach us that God has created us to be in relationship, yeah? He wants us to live in community and that we're meant to do life together alongside people of faith. And to help us, God in all of His wisdom created the church, His body, His precious bride, And God has placed us here, every one of us here, um, to bless us, to strengthen us, to support us, to sharpen us in ways that we can't receive as easily when we do life on our own, yeah? And I've seen this recently uh, when we went on some camping trips over our holidays. And so... The first trip we went, just as our family, it was just me and Ross and our four kids. And it was beautiful. We went up to Monkey Maya and it was just special family quality time. And then the second trip we went, uh, just a couple of, just last week actually, we went just before uh, Australia Day. And we went to Ledge Point with a big group of families. We went with some old friends, with some new friends. We went with some friends um, from playgroup, some families from playgroup. We went some, with some of our new Christians, with some of the friends' kids from school. Oh, the kids 
friends from school. Yep, is that right? Kids, friends from school. Both trips were awesome, but it was really highlighted to me how doing life with community is part of God's plan to bless us. And I want you to bear with me as I unpack this. So when we went alone, we loved it. Like I said, it was beautiful. But there were a few moments, one in particular that I'll share with you later, um, that it would have been very helpful to have some of our friends to help us. And our camping trips have also highlighted how by doing life in community, we experience so much more than we can ever experience by ourselves, yeah? When we went camping with our friends, everyone brought something to the party. Everyone brought something different. We had one family who brought a huge gazebo that we could all come and communally hang out with and and that was cool. Another family brought the crazy, comfy, reclining uh, camp chairs and the neck massages. Another family brought smashed um, burgers and games. They brought the fun. Graham, um, Kieran Graham is the king of fun. He was causing so much noise and so much havoc, but it was so much fun. Another family brought the Costco snacks. Another family brought a birthday cake and the aloe vera gel or spray for the, the burnt faces. And another family brought the pseudo cream for when the aloe vera gel didn't quite do what it needed. Some of us were going around with our very white ghostly faces. I went home, I got really burnt. I went home and I literally lay on the couch. I had like pseudo cream all over my face, pseudo cream all over the back of, who knew that bum cream could be so good? Pseudo cream is for nappy rash, if you actually knew or wondered. One family brought the soccer ball, another family brought the fishing gear and satisfied our five-year-old's desperate need to go fishing. Graham, we uh, owe you a big one because we were not going, or I was not going fishing with him. And I'm not gonna say that I brought the most important thing, but I did bring the coffee machine. And so... But when we camped with other people, we were able to experience a wide range of fun, yeah? And it's the same in the kingdom. We're all meant to bring something different to the party to make other people's lives better. But we don't get to experience all the good stuff that everyone else has to offer if we're isolated and if we're not connected. We need to be connected in order to experience all that God has for us. And being a part of God's community brings so much to our lives that we can't access alone. So I wanna share three things, three things tonight that are added to our lives when we get connected into the heart and into the centre of God's family, His church. Hopefully, it'll inspire you and encourage you to, after tonight, head out to the Connect booth and sign up to be a part of a Connect. And when I talk about connection, I just want you to know I'm not talking about just having friends that you say hi to on Friday or on Sunday and then you go back and live your life. I'm talking about friendships and community that God actually wants us to do life with, to share our struggles with, share our burdens with, to be sharpening each other, to connect with midweek, not just I say hello to them on Friday and then I go home and then I say hello to them next Friday. And so the first point is, is that connection in God's family builds faith. Hebrews 10 verse 24 to 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good good needs, deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. 
God designed church. He designed us to do life with each other, to spur each other on, to meet regularly, to, ca- to encourage each other more and more, not less and less as the days go on, not less and less as the day of Jesus Christ coming back approaches, but more and more. And it sounds very much like Connects, yeah? Getting together regularly, encouraging each other, spurring each other on. And when we're connected, we get to see how other Christians live, yeah? We get to see His love transforming them um, and we can learn from their examples. I spend a lot of my time watching people and learning from them and seeing how they do life, see how they na- seeing how they navigate things and then actually going, okay, if they can do it in them, then, the, then maybe they can do it in us. So as we watch other people's examples, we get to then be stirred in our own faith that, okay, if they can do it and if God can do it in them, maybe He can do do it in us. We get to see how they conquer. We get to see how they overcome. We get to see how they navigate things and faith rises in us. You know, when we camped along, we did, we did what we knew. You know, we ate the same food. We played the same games that, we family, that our families would usually play. But when we camped with our friends, we were able to see how our, our friends camped, yeah? We were able to see what games they played. We, we were able to see um, how they set up their, their tent, what, what um, camp foods or camp snacks they ate. And then we were able to glean that so that next time we go camping, we're like, right, we've got some good stuff to, to implement. We got to watch and learn. And it's through our church family that we learn how to do life in a way that honours God. When we come to church, God doesn't, I love that He loves us so much that He doesn't want us to just come to church, but then stay the same. He sets us in the family so that we can actually watch and learn and be stoked and stirred by the people around us. And then to be stepping further and further, closer and closer into the plan and the purpose and the freedom that He has for us. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1 says, um, Paul says, you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. We need to look for people who have the fruit that we want in our lives and get around them. You know, if you don't know how to do healthy family or healthy relationship, that's okay. That's why God set you here. So that you can look around and go, right, who's got healthy family that I can go and get in their ear and ask, how did you do that? How do you do, how, how, how did you lead your kids like this? Why are your kids confident and loving God and free from all this stuff? How can I do what you have done? You know, Ross and I had no idea how to do family healthy. We had no idea how to do family in a way at all that honours God or how to do conflict resolution. But when, we, when God planted us here, we're like, okay, God, show us people who we can actually get alongside and learn from and then be humble enough to apply what they teach us. So we're asking them questions all the time. If you don't know how to steward your finances or how to lead your business well, there's people here that God's put here that if you get around them and ask them how they do it and learn from them, your faith will rise, you'll be equipped and you'll be stirred and you'll be able to conquer like them. If you don't know how to pray, come to prayer meetings. There's a lot of people who you can come and watch and learn and then be stirred to actually pray yourself. You know, one of my favourite moments when we were camping as a family, one of the things we do in Monkey Mire is we often go up to, um, we get our head torches and we go out at night and at night all the big massive like yellow crabs come running along on the beach 
And I've got a photo of Chase, who's our five-year-old. There he is. Bless him. So that's how big those crabs are, right? And it is so much fun. We're running on the, on the um, you can keep that up for a bit. We're running on the sand and literally these crabs are like running everywhere. So we're like squealing because we're accidentally stepping on them or they're running over our feet. But the thing I love and my favourite moment um, from our camping trip is this moment because this is like, there's a backstory to this. Moments before this photo was taken, he was so scared and he's, he'd resolved himself to the, to the, fact that, or to the thought that, he could not do it. He's like, I can't do it. I'm too scared. I can't do this. And he he kind of just sat down in that for a minute. And then all around him, when the other kids heard him say that, they're like, the other, like Lucy and Imogen and Ethan are like, come on, Chase, you can do it. You can do it. Just do this. And all the excitement, they're showing him how to do it. And they're cheering him on and they're spurring him on. And then li- literally moments later, he's picked up a crab and the pride, the pride in his face, pride? Proud? Pride. The pride in his face is right there because he's literally just conquered something that he thought he could not do. And that's what the family of God is all about. You know, there are moments where we're like, we can't do this. I can't do this by myself. But when we plant ourselves and connect ourselves, when we position ourselves around other people that are doing the things of God and that are rising up, that are running their race, it gets, it spurs us on and they can teach us and encourage us and build our faith to the point where we're like, flip, we can do this too. Exhibit A. But that is what the family of God is about. If you feel like your faith is dwindling or you're not overcoming in the way that you feel like God as promising or that you know that God is promising, then I wanna encourage you, get connected. Get into a connect. Because there are people that God has set around us. You might not not even know them yet, but there are people that God has set here that He he is positioned very strategically to actually build your faith, who we can get around, we can watch, we can be encouraged by, and that, that they can stir us on and spur us on to keep going. But also, I want to encourage you, we aren't here just to receive this. God actually wants us to be people that are actually stirring other people on, that are encouraging other people, that are building other people's faith as well. My second point is, connection in God's house brings strength. Ecclesiastes 4.10, we read it a little bit earlier, but it says, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity the one who falls and has no one to help them up. And then Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. God is encouraging us to do life with others so that we can strengthen and support each other when life is challenging. The Bible says life is going to be challenging here on earth, but He's put us in this family so that we can be strengthened and we can hold each other up when it is challenging. You know, there was a strength that camping, that camping with community brought that we didn't have when we were camping alone. You know, when we were camping alone, we um, tried to set up our gazebo and we had this beautiful, big, fandangle, new gazebo and it wasn't super easy to put up. Um, we tried to set it up also on a very windy day and... To paraphrase this and not go into the details because it wasn't a great detail to go into, um, it was a massive failure. 
And so the gazebo was literally being blown. It was, this, it was massive. We just had Ross and me and the kids and the gazebo was being blown around, like Vicky would say, a um, secondhand whippersnipper. It was literally being blown around crazy. The corners of the gazebos and the little clips were like flying around, nearly decapitating our kids as they were trying to hold it. Chase was trying to hold one corner down and nearly got blown up. I was very grumpy. Ross was upset. It was a complete disaster. <laughs> And we finally got it up and then it was so windy that it nearly blew away. Moments later, we had to go through the whole, th- like the whole thing again with the kids nearly getting decapitated as we tried to pull it all back down and pack it away and put it in the car. But on the contrary, when we went fam- um, camping with our friends and with the community, um, we set up the gazebo and we had multiple people, multiple hands holding bits, helping each other, supporting, encouraging one person reading the instructions, the other people, you know, me holding the post and then getting distracted and then dropping it and then holding it again. I worked out that it was better if I just gave moral support (laughs) for parts of it. Um, I've lost my, I've lost my, my, my thought. But anyway, it was much smoother and a much more successful mission when we did it with community. And even when the, di- the wind did nearly blow our gazebo away, very quickly we had everyone jump up and hold onto the post. And there was eight people on a post strengthening it, holding it, supporting it. It's amazing when you are strengthened by community. You know, I love, um, you know, last year Chase was in kindy and he struggled a lot. He barely made it through most of the days and often I would get phone calls um, by the school encouraging me to come, or ask me to come and pick him up because he was so distressed. Now this year we've done a lot of prayer, we've been working with him and God's been so gracious, but he was starting pre-primary on Wednesday and on Tuesday I had a knock at the door and one of our friends popped in and just um, dropped off, actually dropped off this little bracelet, which there's one for me and one for Chase. And it was just a little, hey, I know that Chase is struggling and I know that this has you know, been a struggle, but I just wanted to drop this off and I just wanted to encourage you. And it's this beautiful little matching, you know, mummy's gonna wear hers and you're gonna wear yours. And when you look at it, you remember that even though you're apart, you're still connected. And it's just beautiful. And actually it has been a huge um, blessing and a huge like, like thing that's kind of helped him to kind of go into school, even just a simple thing. But I, I love that. And I think that is what the family of God, that is what community does, that when once someone's struggling, we reach in and we help as simple as it may, may, um, may be. We can't live a strong life in, isola- in isolation because we were made for community. In 1 Peter 5 verse 9, it says, stay alert, watch out, for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering that you are. You know, that someone that the enemy often finds to devour is usually someone on the outskirts. It's usually someone on the fringe who's not connected, who's not in the centre of what God's doing in his family. It's usually someone who hasn't placed himself around people who can hold on to them and who can strengthen them and who can support them. You know, the sheep are safer in the middle of the flock. They're safer in the middle of the numbers. And it's it's the same for us. We're stronger in numbers. We're stronger when we have strong friendships with people in the middle of the flock who, who can help build us up and spur us on. And the third point tonight is that connection in God's house brings healing. 
Proverbs 12, 18 says, some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. I'm not gonna say that everyone in church is always speaking (laughs) great words. I'm not gonna say that. But what I can say is that I have been so blessed by our leaders and by our pastors that when I have come in times when I've been struggling and times when I've been challenged, that when I've brought these challenges and when I've brought my struggles to them, the, the words that have been spoken have literally been healing to my heart literally brought healing to my life. They've offered wisdom that has either protected me from what I was about to do or that has brought healing from what has already happened. James 5 verse 16 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. You know, the reason we're encouraging everyone to be a part of Connect is because it's a great place where we can encourage each other. It's a great place where we can pray for each other and be real with each other and actually do life alongside other people so that we can be strengthened. When one of us is falling over, the other ones can hold us up. And when someone else over here is struggling with some health stuff, we can get around them and we can rally and we can pray for them. I love... um, I love that we are so blessed with some incredible Connect leaders. But I wanna encourage you that our Connect leaders and our pastors, our leaders, they can't can't lead you if they don't truly know what's going on. And so when it says confess your sins, you know, so many times when I'm bringing something that I'm struggling with to one of my pastors or one of my leaders, I have to go in the car when I'm driving there. I'm like, God, just help me to be real. Help me to be real. Help me to not sugarcoat it. Help me to not cover it. Help, Help me not to pretend or, you know, iron out all the ugly bits. Lord, help me to just confess and be real. And when I've more, the more and more I've grown in being able to do that, the more and more my pastors and my leaders have actually been able to help me and um, grow, you know, give wisdom that has really helped me to step further and closer into what God has, to me, has for me. Yeah. You know, Pastor Luke has been sharing this week about the story from Mark 2 about the four men who bring their paralysed friend to Jesus. And it's a story where, you can have a look at it yourself um, later, but it's a story where Jesus is teaching in a house and um, there are so many people there that when these friends carry their, their, um, their friend in on a stretcher, they can't get into the house. And so what they do is they climb up on top of the house, they put a hole in the roof and they lower the, the man down, their friend down on a stretcher in front of Jesus. And I love that um, the Bible says after seeing their faith, not his faith, faith their faith, um, the friend's faith, Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. And then the man was healed. And just like this man, there are going to be times where we can't get ourselves to the healing, yeah? We can't get ourselves where we need to be to be healed. But we need people around us. We need friends around us who when we can't do it ourselves, are going to get around us and get us there. And there are other times that God is going to need us to be those friends. Yeah, when we've got people around us who are needing healing and needing breakthrough and they're not able to make the movement themselves. So we need to get around them and and help position them at the feet of Jesus to be healed. I wanna ask you, do you have friends in the house who you are confident would carry you to the feet of Jesus when you need healing? If not, that's okay. That's why we've got Connect Weekend, Connect Launch, yeah? I want to encourage you, get connected, make friends. And if you're not a part of, like if you aren't a part of a Connect, then get part of Connect. If you are a part of a Connect, 
I wanna encourage you, start going to that connect if you're not going yet. And if you are going and you're just feeling like things aren't gelling, that's okay. Talk to the team and we can help you find a connect where you can actually get connected and gel. Now, I was driving home, um, Ross was working when we came home from our Ledge Point uh, trip, and I was driving and we had our two kids' kayaks on the roof. <laughs> don't know why I'm doing this. On the roof of our car. And um, Ross had strapped them on and they, he, he uses ratchet straps. And the last time I touched one of his ratchet straps, I think I like completely destroyed one of them. So I don't know how to use them. I'm not very good at, at doing it. So Ross had tied them on and we're coming down Wanneroo Road and it was just me and the kids in the car. And I've put on the brakes to stop at Nirabup. And one of my kayaks came down onto my, on my windscreen and I was like, that's not meant to happen. So we've stopped at the lights and I've gotten out and literally all of the straps had been undone. And I'm sitting there, the, the, the kayaks are just sitting there, literally about to fall. And I'm thinking, uh, I don't know what to do. I can't do anything. I have no idea how to use them. And literally I was like, Jesus, help. And next to us, this man in his truck, with his, or his ute with his trailer, huh? a trailer, pulls up next to us and he's like, do you need help? I'm like, yes, I've no idea what to do. And so he's like, right, let's put them in the back of my trailer and we'll pull over onto Nirabup and I'll help you put it all back on. And so we've done that. He's helped me put them in his trailer and um, I did call Mike and Lauren, but he helped me before they got there. So thankful that I could call on you as well. Um, but anyway, he's, he's not only put them back on for me, but he's actually then taught me how to use the ratchet. He's like made me do it myself so that I'm like learning how to do it. And it just made me think, you know, we're talking about connect. We're talking about doing life together. The Bible tells us that God has designed us to do life together. And I was just thinking, gosh, imagine if I had have been on a road that no one else is driving along. You know, imagine if I'd been on a road where I was by myself, I literally would have just taken the kayaks off the roof, left them there and had to keep driving. And it's the same as, I, I, honestly, there would have been no hope. There, my car was packed, I couldn't have put them in. There is, the Bible says in, in Psalm 92 verse 13, planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of their God. Can I encourage, um, can I invite the team up if they would like to come, the band? Um, you know, there is so much that God has for us, so much blessing that He has for us that we miss out on if we are not connected and planted with friendships in the house. He wants us to do life planted in the community of believers because there is faith, there is strength, there is healing here to help us flourish. So I want to encourage you, don't live life on the fringes anymore. Don't drive along a road that no one else is driving along. If something happens when you're out there, there's no help. You wanna walk and you wanna do your life in the middle of where God has for you. If God set you here, if you call Global Heart Church your home, if He has set you here, then He wants you to get planted. He wants you to get connected. He wants you to find strength. He wants your faith to be built. He wants you to see example and to learn from the other believers. And He wants you to find healing in this place. Should we stand? Should we worship? Is that cool? Thank you so much for joining us online today. 
Really great to have you with us and special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.